hosted by Jason Bryan and providing the latest insights on telecoms trends from around the world. This is Rocco Radio. So welcome to Rocco Radio. I'm Jason Bryan and you're listening to Newsdesk. Rocco Radio is bringing you the fresh news and insights about telecoms roaming and interconnect as we do in our reports. In this news desk, we're in Spain and in London. I'm joined in the studio by Diraj Wazir and Desiree Phoenix. It's great to have you both here and we're going to get started and talking about some of the topics. We're here to celebrate Rocco's eighth anniversary on October the 1st. And we are going also to hear from the winner of our great summer roaming quiz. We had a lot of participation in the quiz and it was a real pleasure to see that even some people got all the answers correct and in record time. So with so much in today's news desk, let's kick off. So Rocco is eight. We're having a cake. <laughs> This is the most important thing. I'm so excited for the cake. We ordered a beautiful cake in the shape of an eight. Desiree and I are here in the Spanish office. We're actually in the office again, which is great because we had this long period of not being in the office. Um, we're socially distancing. We have all the protocols here in Spain. Yeah, we have to wear masks everywhere. It's it's a mandatory thing and... Well, we have to get used to the new normal now, I guess, but yeah, many, many rules, but it, I guess it's for our best. We were working from home for such a long time. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> the whole team and like like most uh, companies, I think. And there was a lot of productivity. I don't know what you feel about that, Diraj, you know, the fact that, you know, there's people talking about leaving the office entirely and no need for an office anymore. Any thoughts about it? Well, if if you're looking for sympathy, one thing I can say, knowing where you guys live right next to the beach, you're not going to get any from me because this whole thing has just given everybody in the Spanish office more opportunity to visit the beach. Visit the beach. Yeah, so you're not getting any sympathy from me. But in, in today's day and world, and for us especially, living in or working in an area of communications, you know, this is proof in the pudding that we are still able to work and do yeah. carry on our business as usual where geography isn't relevant anymore. You could be anywhere in the world and you can still work as efficiently as you would even if you were in the same room. I mean, of course, you can't take away the fact that it makes a big difference sitting across two people. I think most people in our industry are currently desperate and really miss the events we have meeting other people. But at the same time, how the whole industry has responded to this and, you know, we've still had events. We did virtual Genesis, for example, and people could come, had their own avatars, meet each other. I think it was still fantastic. It's kind of, oh, yeah. you know, cliches about when life gives you lemonade, you know, lemons make lemonade. And I think that's what we did. We were the first ones out there trying to get people together again, talking, meeting. And, and I think that's been It's been a great, great experience. Even though we were apart, I never felt like we were disconnected. The whole team was, all, we were always working together, having Zoom calls. And then we came up with this virtual office where we were using avatars to interact. <laughs> I loved it. Every morning I would go to my virtual office. I would go to my coworkers and my colleagues' offices and 
say hello to them, good morning. And, and that was awesome. It was a great experience, very innovative. And, and I never felt that we were disconnected. And I guess that's why we kept being productive because we were never disconnected from each other. We were always together. So you've alluded, Diraj, to some of the initiatives that Rocco's been working on in 2020. Can you tell us a little bit more about those initiatives? For example, Rocco 100? Yes, I think I still remember, Jason, we were, you were here in London and we were walking, we were on a short walk and we were thinking about stuff and we were talking about, you know, one of the biggest things that we've noticed personally in our careers as well, and especially when we were working for MNOs in roaming, that people in roaming are generally treated as almost like stepchildren in their own organizations because most companies don't know where roaming fits. Is it procurement? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Because we don't really, you know, especially on the wholesale side, you're dealing with other roaming partners and you're never really part internally of, of a core group where the company is focused on. So you always feel like a stepchild who has to sit in a corner. Nobody really understands what you do. Nobody even appreciates all they appreciate is at the end of the day when the money comes in. Or if your CEO is roaming abroad and he can't connect or some there isn't some some issue, then everybody wants to get in touch with and say, oh, you know, the uh, our CEO is currently holidaying in Hawaii, but he can't make a phone call. And suddenly you're the most important person in the company for those you know, next half an hour till uh, the connectivity is received. And we kind of recognize the fact that there isn't, for, for roaming people, there is no such recognition. And we bring so much to the table, the whole community, the whole industry, make the world a smaller place to live in, bring people closer. And yet these are the people who are not recognized. And that's what we thought that we should do. And, and being a research company, Rocco was in the best place to identify and find out who are these people who make the roaming world go round. And we really wanted genuinely to bring them to the fore and shine limelight on them and give them recognition within the industry as our community. These are the people who, uh, who make our world go round. And I think one of the great uh, kind of almost side effects of this was uh, we found that there were many more uh, women who uh, who were playing such great roles in our industry. And what we found that they were, it was actually very, very inspirational for the other young people coming into our industry. Um, uh, and, and they find it really inspiring and they've got role models to look up to and they've got people they can call and find out and learn from. And all these people are great, great role models. So. I think sometimes being in the position of Rocco, uh, like we are, uh, Jason, you, we get to do things which don't necessarily revolve around making money. It's about giving something back. It's about creating a space and a platform so that the people who really matter are actually recognized, are given that recognition. And in turn, that then can help other people who are entering our industry to make it even better and grow it. So it's... Personally, and I'm, I'm sure you agree with uh, me as well, Jason, it's been one of the most rewarding things that we did, uh, you know, giving back to the community in that sense. Yeah, for me, it was just a huge international reaction to it. I mean, we had, uh, we we put the report on our website. We, I think we reached now seven and a half thousand downloads. 
It, wow. It's clearly something which is just uh, captured the imagination of a lot of people. I do see a lot of reports like come to mind the Power 100, other reports in the industry which are around uh, recognizing people. And I think they're really valuable. But I do know that basically the people who make things happen in our industry are not always at a CEO level. They're not always directors of the company. They're a person who is very passionate about their job. They don't shout very loud. They sit at their desk and they do their job with with uh, expertise and professionalism, and they're hardly ever seen. They don't appear on a panel at a conference. They don't necessarily are the one who the company's plotting, but you know they make a difference to the industry. They they move things forward, and so it was really great to see some of them get recognized for the first time in this research. And I think we're definitely going to deliver that research again in 2022 um, because it's something I think the industry needs to know who these people are. And you know, wouldn't it be great if some of the Rocker 100 appeared on panels and and got their opinions over to the world? There's a lot of great. Like you said, diverse people on the Rocket 100, who I think would be really good on those panels and bring a lot of insights. One other thing that we're doing as a company, which we wanted to get involved with, was around the the problems that we saw in the industry-wide with the delivery of Volte roaming. And I know you, Diraj, have uh, deputy-chaired the Volte Roaming Task Force, which has been working with mobile operators to pick up some of the biggest issues. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, it's so interesting. Do you remember, Jason, you and I would kind of obviously have these conversations where people were reaching out to us, specifically MNOs, and saying, you know, you met um, quite a few people during your, you know, in different conferences, and people were coming up, hey, Volti's really not picking up, you know, can you, you know, can you not do something about it? And you were always like, but yeah, what, what, what I mean, it's an MNO thing, what do you want us to do? We can bring you research and we know what is going on, we can find out the challenges. And but it just didn't stop, and people kept reaching out to you in terms of they were really not happy. Uh, there wasn't kind of a central focus point for this. Nobody was talking about it, and then kind of you realize that it really needs um, a central focal point, somebody to bring this all together and get people together and get things moving. And again, we kind of had a meeting, you and I, and we talked about it for a while. Do we really have uh, any space to play in this? Can we really help here? What could we um, actually do? And that's when we kind of decided to form a Volte task force to get um, all the MNOs together. I mean, there were a few specific MNOs who had initially reached out to us. We talked to them and they were very, very supportive that yes, this is something that the MNO community would really like and it would really be helpful uh, to them. And well, I, I still remember at the wars in Valencia, I spoke to many uh, operators about the Volte task force. And the one thing that was really uh, heartening and evident was not a single person that I reached out to said, oh, this is something that doesn't interest them. Everybody I spoke to was kind of desperate to get going with this thing recognizing that this is a problem and this is not going. So in essence, I still remember we had our first meeting 
of the Volte Task Force in Milan. And it was really exciting, you know, when we walked into the meeting room to see there were so many operators who have turned who had turned up right, you know, from the US all the way to Japan and in the middle. Um, and everybody was kind of having the same problem um, in the sense that everybody was trying, had to recreate the wheel uh, because there wasn't a single way of doing things and people were finding problems. What standards had in them wasn't quite reflected in reality. And, or rather the other way around, um, you know, reality didn't really reflect standards and people were really struggling and getting the Voltaire task force going again was something, you know, it's open to all MNO members and it has delivered so much value that other organizations like the GSMA then started to take notice and they've now got a task force and they're trying to get people together to work on, on these things. And we're putting pressure on them. We've raised various issues that we need standards for. But within the community as well, uh, you know, Verizon's been great. They've been talking to eight, um, to Apple, uh, AT&T have been talking to Apple so that they, we can resolve the issues that we've been having with the handsets. And for the first time, we've had, you know, members of the Volte Task Force come back with feedback and saying, for the first time, actually, big manufacturers like Apple are reaching out to them and being proactive and saying, how can we solve your problems for you? So it, it just shows that when you get together um, as a group and uh, people together, you can achieve a lot. And I think our rooming industry is is brilliant at that. All it needs is a focal point for us to kind of get together. And then when we come together, um, we, we do have that weight and that leverage that we can really move things and we can get things going. And Volte Task Force, again, has been one of those really successful things which has shown that uh, together, we can achieve much more than we can as uh, you know individual entities. Clearly, this year we've also had a, a point of focus. Um, when I think about the roaming industry, it was absolutely brilliant to see at our Genesis event, Johannes Opitz presenting on what are some of the insights they that he's seen in, yes, in terms of... Yes, the roaming doctor, as he's known now in the, in the yeah, industry. Yeah, the, the roaming doctor. And the doctor was talking about COVID. That was an amazing thing to see. What, what did you think to that? Yes, I think it was really useful to have that presentation from Johannes, and we've had great feedback. I mean, as a research company, obviously, we came out with what we saw the impact of COVID was, but... Johannes was also in the position of looking at things as an MNO and, and, and having not only just an MNO, but a big group and the impact it's had on them and what are they hearing from the marketplace, what different agencies are telling him. So it was a great presentation and it helped everybody to kind of step back a little and understand, yes, we are all in the same boat here. There were recommendations from Johannes in the presentation and then there was our model on how to deal with uh, the situation for MNOs in roaming. So all in all, I think it was a great presentation from Johannes, which adds a lot of value. Anybody who wants to still understand, it's available on YouTube, and hopefully it will help them clear their minds and understand how, how they should strategize dealing with the situation of COVID. 
Yeah, in fact, all the videos from Rocco Genesis are on roccogenesis.com. So if you if you go there, you'll be able to look at several of the presentations that we made and the announcements that we made. It was pretty unique because, of course, we used a platform where people could create their own avatars and people really loved that. It wasn't necessarily the easiest thing to 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 jump into because you had to create this avatar, you had to download the, the software to your computer, but... In the end, we had over 100 people attend, and it was quite an interesting crowd, I have to say. So uh, one of the other things that 2020 has seen for Rocco is the birth of Rocco U. Maybe, Desiree, you could talk. I mean, in Rocco, you're known as the mother of uh, (laughs) Rocco. Yeah. Can you describe uh, what the birth of Rocco U has been all about. The birth of Rocco U, I will never forget that day. It was a lovely Monday, 20th of April, <laughs> 2020. <laughs> so yeah, we have the joke that I'm the mom because I, Rocco U was finally launched after nine months. I joined Rocco and then nine months later, Rocco U came out. So <laughs> we have that joke here. But basically, we wanted to create a, a university for roaming and interconnect, a place where people could get knowledge in roaming and in and interconnect. But the most important thing, I think it is that um, we wanted to make it inclusive and we wanted to make it accessible from all over the world. So we have on-campus training, we have training events, obviously, but we also built a platform. We, we built a virtual campus where people can take courses online on demand. Um, we have a system that we deliver the courses in modules. So we have video formats for the courses. And, and it's very interesting. I think it, it makes it easier to, to be more visual. You're, you're seeing the, the person explaining, um, all these topics to you. I have to say that <laughs> we have many different levels. We have a basic level, we have intermediate level and we had advanced level. And I have to say, I'm still at the basic level because when I joined the company, I thought Drush and Jason came up with a secret language so they could communicate with each other in front of me without me, me, without me being able to decode the message. But now I know it was not about that. It's just roaming. Uh, it seems something, um, people don't know how deep it is and, and how many topics are related to roaming. And we're learning so much. We have courses in, in RCS coming up, 5G roaming, wholesale roaming, retail roaming, um, IoT negotiations. And we also have um, in the messaging side, we have RCS, we have A2P SMS. So we're covering everything. We're building a, a program um, with, with many, many courses. And, and it's very, it's a, it's a very interesting thing because we connect people who are experts in in specific areas in the industry and want to share their knowledge with with people who maybe they are new to roaming or maybe they've been around for a while and they want to know the latest trends in the industry or they just want to refresh a little bit um what's what's going on in the in this industry so we have the virtual campus there people can watch whenever they want whatever they are um it's it's accessible for everybody yeah, it was one of the I think the things for me was I would speak to a lot of African operators and they would ask a lot of questions, especially when when I was the chair of Ring, and they would say, ask me what was going on. And you know, I mean, we all believe that the standards are created in a in a diverse community. And we all believe that everybody's on the same page to some extent. But 
the truth is far from that. You know, our standards are often created by a very niche community of people who understand how standards work, but don't represent the world. And for me, one of the big topics was how can we educate people from across the world, no matter where you are? And I knew from what these African operators told me was that they didn't get the chance to attend training courses. They didn't get the chance even to leave their country in Africa. They were probably just trained by somebody else who had worked in roaming in, in their company. They never really had an opportunity to kind of like dig deep. And what I would like to see one day is an environment where standards are created with a truly diverse community representative of the world. And for me, Rocker U is one step forward to ensure that any operator, any vendor, wherever you are in the world can have access to training that they can, they can watch, they can, they can learn, they can rewind, they can fast forward, they can, they can enjoy the training at their own pace. And so I'm pleased with what we've done so far with Rocker U, but I know it's just the beginning as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's the thing, you know, there are some great things in our industry and there are some not so great things. I think uh, one of the things that really made me laugh was when I heard about these almost cowboy training courses that used to be held in Paris during the carnival time. So trainers used to come and students used to come. They used to be handed an iPad on day one in the morning and then they used to be sent off to uh, Disneyland Paris and they would come back after four days to receive a certificate that they've done a roaming course. And uh, uh, it was horrendous. Can you imagine, you know, companies spending all that money trying to get build up skills and people coming in, but not receiving anything, but a, you know, a nice jolly holiday to Disneyland Paris and you go back not having learned anything else, but with some pictures of you on the roller coaster. <laughs> well, people don't have to worry about that with RokoYu because in every course that we make, there is a final exam to test that they have really learned and they have a better understanding in the topic. And, and only if they pass that exam, they will get the certificate. We will not give it away just for free. They have to win it. <laughs> no, it, it's been a long process to get it right, to really analyze all the different training options in the industry and come up with what we've done. So we feel very confident about it. We know that it's going to take us a couple of years to really get to get all the courses up that we want to to do, but we, we are on a great path. And uh, it's really exciting to hear from the students who are enjoying the material that we're producing. It was a pleasure, actually. Last week, I was involved in, in doing some seminars on roaming for beginners. And it really took me back to the <laughs> early days of- Your first project. My first- Being a lecturer. Yeah, yeah <laughs> of, you know, and it's wonderful to kind of impart your knowledge to another person. It was great to to reminisce over the, <laughs> over 1G and 2G and, and, yeah. and to talk about, you know, the really the foundations of how this all happened. We wanted to to build this virtual campus way before 2020 happened. In 2019, we were already working on it. And we do a lot of strategic thinking, but we didn't think that the a global pandemic will happen. Uh, but I'm so glad that we we were already building this, this online on-demand courses 
As Jason mentioned before, we launched our great summer roaming quiz last summer because we wanted people to to know more about roaming really and spread some knowledge. And we thought now in many locations they're doing homeschooling and we thought it was a great opportunity to do for the first time live seminars for Rocco U. So we had the back to school live seminars. We had the first week we had Jason presenting on roaming for beginners and then the second week we had Durash presenting uh, IoT negotiation scores. And it went great. We had attendance from all over the world, I have to say. It was very, very diverse and, and they were all very pleased with, with the results. This year, we've also been working, of course, on one of the areas which most people know Rocco for, which is research. And we delivered our annual HP SMS reports. It's such an interesting sector. You know, we know from research that we're doing right now on kit intelligence that HP has massively grown uh, this year, HP SMS. So it's kind of interesting to see how it's become a kind of obvious fallback measure to any messaging that you want to do, irrespective of whether there's RCS or other solutions, I think SMS is going to be around for a while longer. So we delivered two reports. We had an amazing report with enterprises where we had over 300 enterprises around the world, some brands that you've heard of on the high street, tell us about their experience with the vendors in the industry. And that was really uh, interesting to see what they were thinking. And then we also had the MNOs. And again, hundreds of MNOs gave their opinion about which vendors were top in the sector of ATP. This is always interesting to see the results of that. We know there's many mergers and acquisitions among the tier one vendors in those reports. So it's uh, interesting to, to see that come out. We also did a big innovation study called the Innovators, and it's done with vendors. And the background to this is who are the most innovative vendors in the industry? It's important because we want to encourage innovation. We know that there's vendors who innovate at different levels. There's some vendors who update their services. There's some vendors who make breakthrough solutions that you've never seen before. So it was amazing to, to do this work and we used a new methodology called the Hive to analyze all the vendors in the industry. On the theme of innovation, Diraj and I have been working very hard on a completely new innovation project, and it's about innovation from mobile network operators. One of the things which you'll see in the industry a lot is people talking about WhatsApp and Facebook and all these different chat applications and social media companies who seem to have the edge over mobile operators, which is kind of a bit of a surprise because mobile operators have been around for a long time and they have massive brands. I mean, if you think of Orange, Vodafone, MTN, AT&T, Docomo, these are amazing brands that you, you know well. So why aren't they the ones? Well, in fact, a lot of MNOs are working on innovation and this new research project is to expose some of those brands who are, are working innovatively. So the idea is we're going to ask for nominations as we did with Rocco 100. And then we're going to dig into the details of what makes those MNOs innovative. And we'll finalize that project in 2021 with a panel who will review the innovators. So it's really exciting to imagine that we're going to find out the most innovative MNOs in the world through this research. 
I mentioned ATP, but on vendor benchmarking, we continue to push forward. We just completed our steering of roaming report, which is a, a biennial report on steering of roaming. And we saw the tier ones, tier twos there, some great industry names. We're working on IPX. IPX is published imminently, the IPX vendor benchmarking report. And for the first time, we will do also RCS. And this is obviously a big industry topic, but now we've established there are RCS uh, vendors in the market. There's RCS being used by many MNOs. So which vendors are the top in working on RCS solutions? We're going to endeavor to find that out in the next few months. So apart from that, we're covering some industry topics. We have just published our eSIM market intelligence report, which we did with vendors and MNOs. It's an amazing report to understand better what is the current thinking about eSIM. We did a very good report on blockchain um, earlier on in the year where we looked at the effects of roaming blockchain and what could be developed further. And in 2021, we will publish a new type of report, which is about sustainability across our industry, which we're very excited about. We're working with some consultants to develop this research right now. And we're going to be interviewing the industry on their sustainability practices and the following of the UN SDGs. So quite some interesting stuff. The catalog that we produce can order a catalog at rockerresearch.com and you can see there many of the research projects that we're working on, the reports that we're delivering this year. Yeah, a lot of ideas, a lot of things happened in 2020. So what's the vision now for 2021? Because we had Rocco 100, Vaulted Task for Rocco U, Genesis. What's going to be next? That's a really interesting question, actually. I think if you look at it like that, it may look like, oh, they're all different kinds of disparate things. But I think what lies at the heart of it is the is the fact that Rocco is all about doing really innovative stuff. You know, the Volti Task Force, like we've already mentioned, or the Genesis, like Jason talked about, is actually bringing all the innovation together. We we get so many insights from the industry. We talk to so many mobile network operators. We collect all this information. We don't just want to put it in reports. We want actual people to learn from them, to learn and take these things forward. So Rocco U is all about taking learning, knowledge, and education to the people rather than them having to come to you. So making it accessible. It's the cheapest training has ever been in our industry. It's it's never been the case where, you know, it comes to you when you can take a training course in your own time when you want, and it is 100% relevant to your role, what you want to do. Research started with trying to benchmark vendors, and now we're kind of looking at what is at the cutting edge? What are the new things that are coming? How ready are the operators for it? What is it that they should start to look at? Everything that Rocco does is about this vision of creating a focal point where people can derive value from, where things are done in a much simpler, easier, independent, non-biased manner, and you can get the maximum value for it. So what is in 2021 is the easiest way to answer that for me is the more of the same. And which means nothing is the same. 
It's to create new things in a completely different and innovative manner which don't exist currently. It's things that people want, have a desire, and can change the world, but currently we're not doing things. I mean, to give you an example, one of the things that I find mind-boggling is the fact that, you know, like Jason attributed to it, in the training course we talk about first generation, second generation, third generation, fourth, and we're talking about 5G now. People have already started having discussions about 6G. But when it comes to roaming and a lot of the way the processes are set up, the billing is set up, everything is still done as we were doing when initially roaming started over 30 years back. Why is this still, still the case? How can on one side the network vendors be driving and we're looking at sixth generation technology, but when it comes to roaming processes and stuff like that, we're still in the first generation. We've got great people in the industry, right? The amount of talent we have, the quality of talent we have in the industry is phenomenal. But the opportunity of this talent coming together and creating the new world that we want is is not there. And that's what Rocco, where Rocco comes in and that's what we want to do. And that's what the vision is all about. Yeah, totally. And also new courses will be coming in 2021. Um, we're looking for more lecturers, specialists in, in different areas um, who, who want to be a mentor, who want to, to create something to be remembered for. Like how nice it is to like, to be the mentor of, of so many people out there who wants to learn and, and, and progress in their own careers. And you can be the, the one who, who guides them through their path. So yeah, we're seeking lecturers and in anyone who's interested please contact us we'll figure out what topic you want to to talk about and and spread your knowledge basically so we're gonna make a little call now to the winner of our summer roaming quiz 2020 And it was quite tough. It was a quite a tough quiz. It was a very tough quiz. Yeah. <laughs> I think even I learned something new about roaming. <laughs> you had to be very knowledgeable to get it 100% there. So let's go to the winner of this year's summer roaming quiz. She is Asina Ake. And she works for Cinch, based in Munich. Originally, I, th I think she's Turkish. And she's worked for Vodafone Turkey, which is great. I think that's how she knows so much about roaming. Fantastic. Hello. Hi, Asina. Hi, Jason. <laughs> how are you? I'm fine, thank you. I'm so happy. Congratulations. So no, congratulations. You're well, so well deserved. You got all the answers right in record time. What, what inspired you okay. to take the quiz? Yeah, actually, uh, roaming an area that I really like uh, working, understanding. So, uh, and also roaming is my, one of my forte. So once I saw the post, then I, uh, I said to myself, Athena, yes, uh, you should take this. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you did really well. You had lots of competition, but we're pleased to say you're the winner. So. The... Thank you so much. As, Asina, tell me, you work for Cinch, right? Yeah, yeah. I work for Cinch. So what, what is your job in Cinch? Uh, yeah, I work for Cinch as product manager. Um, and before that, uh, I worked for Vodafone Turkey. 
Wonderful. And what uh, roaming yeah. what roaming experience have you had then? Or or are you new to roaming? Uh-huh. Yeah, actually uh, during my mother contract to join me, I worked as a roaming operation ex- expert for three years. Oh wow. Uh, then uh, yeah. Then I uh, started to work as technology analytics expert uh, in a different department. However, I was always actively in roaming area. Uh, okay. since I was yeah, since I was responsible for reporting and ensuring the quality of running services, I worked uh, very closely with operations and product and services teams. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Asina, a big congratulations from the Thank team you here. So and it will be mm-hmm. packaging up your VIP swag bag and sending it out to you. Mm-hmm. So be mm-hmm. sure to let us know when you get it. Okay, thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Thank you for inviting me. You're very welcome, Asina. Have a wonderful day. Well, um, I think it's time we had some cake. What do you say? I agree. I totally agree with you. Uh, Diraj, I, I think you're going to have to break that diet that you're on and, and have a slice of cake as well. No, actually, I've got news for you. I'm, I'm not going to have to break my diet because my diet is pretty much consists of fat and sugar. So yeah, it's completely completely in line with the diet. And the good news is because I'm not in Spain in the Rocco office, I get to have the whole cake, not just a slice. So it's all good to me. Well, we have a bigger cake. (laughs) Well, I hope you you enjoy it. And uh, we'll be posting photos of our cake uh, in due course. So, thank you. If anybody wanted to, if ever there was an example you wanted to see of somebody having their cake and getting to eat it too, that will be me. So, one of the initiatives we've taken this year is to also develop our Rocco.group website. If you want to know anything about the Rocco Group, we we have three companies you can go to the www.rocco.group and there you can see all the initiatives that we're involved with. You can click to go to the other websites because we have more than one website and you can get to see the specific work that the different companies are up to and also to find out what's going on with, with Genesis. Thank you Desiree and Diraj for joining me on this news desk. Always a pleasure. Thank you Desiree and Jason. The Rocco, your mother, and the roaming general. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rolf. It was a pleasure to be here today. Until next time, this is Jason Bryan, and you've been listening to Newsdesk from Rocco Radio.